Eating good food should be easy. Whether you're stuck in a rut for inspiration or just can't get organized to cook, this is a game changer. Real Plans is a meal planner with superpowers. It creates a custom plan to suit your family's size, busy schedule, and ever-changing needs. Your subscription will give you access to all of their meal plans, including options for gluten-free, dairy-free, paleo, and vegetarian diet. You can even add recipes from your favorite bloggers like Whole30, Wellness Mama, Nom Nom Paleo, and a ton more. With Real Plans, you'll get a personalized weekly meal plan with adjustable portion sizes, access to over 1,500 original homestyle recipes, an automatic shopping list, and a recipe importer to add your own favorite recipes. Real Plants is available on iOS and Android platforms and has a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can cancel at any time if it's just not working for you. Head over to elisathearnista.com and find our Real Plans banner over on the right-hand side to get you started. Everybody and welcome to the at least the Arnista podcast. I was going to try to work in some sort of a not super football game reference there, but I couldn't think of one off the top of my head. Well, you're trying to think too hard. I think that's the problem. Well, and also I don't want to get sued because if you say the the, the actual name of the event, oh, do you? Yeah, the NFL. They're crazy about that. They they will come after you. There was. Uh, Zane Lamprey, right? They, yeah. So he and Steve McKenna, so they've got uh, a podcast, but they also, they're selling these adventure hoodies. So mm-hmm. they're really cool, but they're like crazy expensive, but they're really nice. I almost nice. bought you one at one point. Yeah. So they they did like an advertisement because it's still up on uh, Kickstarter. I think it's, yeah, on Kickstarter, which they've raised like $120,000. Their goal was 50000 and it's still open for a while. But anyway, so they did an advertisement and talking all around it, talking, calling it the the like nfl super championship game and all kinds of weird things like that because yeah they'll they'll come after you if you say the actual word of the event it's Hmm. crazy so that lady talking to me on the other side is lisa the arnista how you doing today i'm good how are you good even though yesterday we had the most snow we've ever had this year or this season, I guess, counting well, December. This is the first real like snowstorm. And this one's going to stick around for a while. It's going to be cold this week. Mm-hmm. We had, what, probably five or six inches, I think? Yep. Yep. I did lots of shoveling at the store yesterday. Oh, that's right, because you were there for all, all of day it. And yep. most of it. Yeah. When it snowed longer than they said it was going to, I think, this week. So that was fun. So I went out this morning and got to clear all that out. And even though that's happening, I'm still happy, still having a good time. Because I've noticed, especially this last week, that the sun, we're getting more sunshine. It's its yep. coming up early in the morning. And when I leave work, it's not pitch black anymore at 4.30. Yep. There's a little bit of sun afterwards. So the spring is on the way, and I am super happy about that. Well, it's February now. Yeah, exactly. So March is just around the corner. Well, don't get ahead of yourself. We're, we're three day, four days into into February. So especially, we got... Well, but I feel like it was just October. So yeah. This year, the last few months have gone really fast. Which is good, because I, I can't... The, the winter months cannot go fast enough for me. I think once they're done, and I see pictures like my mom in uh, posting from Florida, and that's nice, because you see some of the sunshine and the beach and flowers and birds. And your mom. And my mom, which is nice. Not so many of her, but mostly of other stuff that get gets posted. Mm-hmm. And also, we've got the green in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's going crazy. Yeah, I posted a picture of that on Instagram today. 
it's really cool to see it like it looks like something now they look like what they're gonna be kind of the arrow garden is what we're talking about oh, yeah there. yeah so if you didn't hear last week uh, lisa got an arrow garden was that last week or the week before he started it so it's gonna been going for it's a couple weeks. weeks and today's day 14 yeah it's looking really good it's, it's, it's nice to have some green happening in the middle of winter the little domes came off and i love winter but it's still been really fun it's just kind of weird that like looking outside the picture i posted today the um the 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 snow is all in the background and then here's these little like seedlings going green yeah green vegetables yeah all right, so thanks, everybody, for joining us here. This episode number 121. As always, uh, you can find us on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. Go out, subscribe on any or all three of those. Leave us a review if you uh, wouldn't mind doing that as well. Give us some stars. Bring some visibility to the show. If you want to interact with us here on the show, you can send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Anything, questions, comments, anything you want to let us know about, anything you want to know about us. Send an email. We'll talk about it on the show. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to go here. As always, there's something in your hands going round and around right now during the show. If you want to watch Elisa while she's knitting and see how amazing she is at it, she is a knitting professional after all, you can also find us on uh, Patreon.com. Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Arnista. And there, for uh, just $5 per month, you can watch us live as we record each and every episode every single week. It's a ton of fun. You can interact in the chat with all the super cool party people that are hanging out in there. And before and after the show, we do a little hangout. And you can see Rollo tuning as Dewclaw each and every yep. week. That started, like, as soon as we started. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. But uh, what are you, you working on this week? You can see his face this week. Yeah. You can actually see it happening. It's usually just his cute little fluffy husky butt. His butt. Yeah. Um... I haven't finished anything. I didn't finish anything, did I? No. I no, because I didn't knit anything. Um, I actually cast a sweater on this morning. Um, yesterday we had uh, the first of the uh, Lopey sweater along lab kind of thing that we're trying out this time this t- on this class schedule. Um, so what it is is we're doing the first hour is uh, – well, that does – oh, no, that's fine. Oof, got scared for a second. Um, the first the first hour is like I do I offer help and everything for questions that might come up, and then the second hour is time for everyone to just kind of sit around and visit and keep knitting and have some more fun. Yeah. So um, I think it went pretty well. It was it was kind of fun. It's it it was there are two people that are knitting the same sweater. Otherwise, everybody's knitting a different sweater, and we have a group of How many? nine. Nine. Yep. Yep. So we're. I'm running it in conjunction with the the winter knit along, which is the first time ever I'm doing a sweater. Um, that makes so, sense for winter. And you can knit whatever sweater you want as long as it's in lopi. Um, so I was I, I keep talking about my um, oh, what is it called my telja um, that is by Jennifer Steingas, um, but I. I, I started, I think we talked about this, that my colors, they they turned out, like, too, like, 70s-ish. Like, yeah. not great. So I, um, I switched colors, and I'm really happy with my new color combination. But I kind of am feeling like I just want to knit a sweater really, really quickly right now for myself. Um, because it's cold. Because we yeah. got snow yesterday. It's winter, after all. So I cast on... 
I didn't realize the, the gauge on this was what it was, so it was really exciting to me because I That's think a- I'm going to be able to get a good portion of it done this weekend. Nice. I don't know how much. Um, I'll post pictures on Instagram if you want to keep track there um, or see like what my progress looks like on it. Um, it is, um, I don't know how to say it, Solbean Cardigan by um, Mary Jane Mucklestone. It is um, in the most re- the, the 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 most recent issue of making um making number four um which is a quarterly publication it is that's what i've heard <laughs> and um so it's it's a color work uh top down um sweater in lopi that um is the gauge on it is 14 stitches over four inches so that gives me a lot of uh fast knitting good so i'm hoping that i'll be able to get a good portion of it done this weekend um she her little her little mary jane's uh little blurb about it is really cool she said uh Slobin was directly influenced by a lope i can't say it right um my mom why do they have to use such difficult words to pronounce but it's icelandic so yeah but we're not from Iceland. No, we're not. That her mom, my mom got in Iceland in the 70s with two background tones and a third pattern color. I'm easily transfixed by rays of light shining through transparent things like wine glasses. Um, moved the vessel and the light shifts and breaks apart, creating lines. These two threads came together and morphed into Solbeam or Sunbeam in Icelandic. Ah, neat. So, um, issue four of making. It's in there. I have these are at the. I do have issue four and Lopi available at the shop. Fancy. We just got more Lopi in and just updated it online yesterday. So um, we have most of the back ordered colors in. I think there's a couple that are out and another one that we only got one bag of. So, um, but yeah, so it's a really fun, fun pattern. And I'll be, uh, I'm gonna be cutting this baby open too when I'm done, steaking it. Nice. So yeah, so I'll post pictures of my progress. Um, so I picked, oddly enough, neither none of my colors are gray. No, not even one of them. Nope, not even one of them. Um, they're not I, like super clown colors or fluorescent neon colors no, by no, any means. No, they're not all they're not all fluorescenty or anything. But I have a uh, cream because I need that for the nice ra- pop, like the rays that are popping off. Uh, really dark. I call it like like kind of like a tealy forest green. Yeah. It's like um, a dark teal. Yeah, color. and then I call it like a bronze or like kind of a mustardy kind of yellow. Some other people think it's some other people say it looks green. Definitely more green than yellow for my okay. eyes. Yeah. Not as yellow as my shirt today, but No. So Yeah, see I put it next to yellow. It's it's a weird one. It's a color number which is one that we just got a few in. There's still a bunch on back order. It's color 9426, which I believe is... Oh, it's called bronze... Yellow bronze heather? Bronze yellow heather something? So it hmm. is called so yellow, yellow something heather. Yeah. So um, the I'm using the, the bronzy and the um, the cream will be like the top and the bottom. And then the, the main body is going to be in the dark, the dark teal. So okay. I think it's going to be really pretty. Yeah. So I'll... Um, like I said, I'll post pictures. And you just started on that, what, a couple hours ago? Yeah. Yep. I'm a little... I'm not generally a fan of neckbands that are knit 
to begin with. Um, but I'm following the pattern, and I went ahead and did it that way. Because um, I figured, worst case scenario, I don't like it, and then I can clip it off. It's kind of a pain pit clipping it off, yeah. going the wrong way. Um, but I can do it, and then I can pick it up and re-knit it. Because I'm kind of thinking I might want a tubular bind off. But I do like the way that Mary Jane does things because it's 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 like when you're done, you're kind of almost – you're just done. I mean, I'm going to have to – I don't have to go back and pick up and uh, pick up the neckband. I'm going to have to yep. go steek and then pick up the uh, – um, pick up the steek stitches or and then do the do the button band but um yeah i'm hoping my color work the gauge is okay it's hard to tell right here with the color work because there's a bunch of increasing to get the Mm -hmm. yoke wide enough so it's hard to gauge that but we'll see and then i did the only thing i have changed is i am doing a three stitch steek instead of the two pearl stitches that she recommends because i'm not planning i'm not going to sew it on the sewing machine I feel I feel like that might hold me up from actually from finishing it? finishing it and being able to wear it quickly. So, so how are you, if you're not going to sew using the sewing machine, just do it by hand. I'm going to do a crochet steek on it. Okay. So yeah, so I'm going to do a crochet steek and it'll be lovely. So yeah, so it's it's fun and I'm using the Lika needles, of course, and I love them on there. Actually, I'm knitting the yoke kind of inside out too. Well, not inside out, but that I have... That side looks a lot different. I have the outside on the outside to help kind of with the floats because the, the, the lopi is so sticky that it's, I think, for me, it's a little bit easier. I don't usually hold my color work with the, like, knitting it, like, inside out, but it seems to be helping with this, so... Okay, good tip. Yeah, and with the lopi, I think there were... Um, when I did stroker, there were some stretches of... Of I think I can't remember how many stitches there were that I would normally trap, and I trap, but I don't think you need to trap with unless you have like a really long section with lopi because it just grabs onto itself like velcro and just hangs hmm. on there. So, but is that a benefit or is that I think so. make it more difficult? I don't know. It's a little bit. It's just different. Okay, it's just different. So yeah, the lopi it kind of it likes grabbing onto itself. So, but yeah, and we have uh, leekas are back in stock or. Well, they were out of stock for about two days after last weekend, but they're back in stock at the store. We have the short three and a half inch tips and the long tips individually, all the cables, some large double point sets. And How do you get those things, Elisa? You can go to fireflyfibers.com. And if you put, you do it, I can't do it. You're just doing it. No, you're doing you do it very it. well. Go ahead. <laughs> I can't do it. Why not? That's your thing. Fine. If you put $100 worth of stuff into your cart or more, at least they'll pack it up and send it to you without shipping charges as long as you are in the United States of America. If you're not in the United States of America, that's going to cost you a little more. Yeah. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. But even if you're not in the United States of America, you can earn reward points now. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. So that that is up and running. So if you have not been online or you've not been into the store in the last week or so, uh, online rewards are available, in-store rewards. So the we kind of switched things up, or at least I switched things up a little bit and went from a uh, yarn card where you would earn, I guess, points and stamps and things on your yarn purchases. Now you can earn points on every single thing you buy, except for well, some exclusions may apply. See store for details. Yeah, things so like classes and, and uh, sale stuff. and Yeah, so it's all regular, regular priced in-stock merchandise, so special yeah. orders don't count and stuff like that. So, yeah. so if you want to buy the Lika set, you can do that and get points toward mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff if you want to use that towards uh 
dollars off in a future purchase or you want to get a free some sort of merchandise or something you can see the list and that's all on the website right yep there's actually up in the header menu there's a link on there to rewards and if you have an account you just log in if you don't have an account then you can just create an account all it needs is your name and your email address and i think you may you probably have to fill out your address and everything if you're online um, for an online account. I would certainly think so. Um, if you're going to place an order, we would yeah. need your address. Yeah, but in the store, all I need is your first and last name and your email address. But yeah, it's and everything's on there. So, And you can redeem the rewards online um, using the, um, the little... There's, there's a nice little page that shows you exactly what you can redeem rewards for. And then um, if you want to do that online, it just goes in your cart. You, you get a coupon code and you put it in your cart. There you go. Um, otherwise, if you want to use them in the store, then don't redeem them online. Come in the store and we'll redeem them for you at the, at the store. Yeah, because if you do it... Oh, my gosh. If you do it online, then we cannot do it for you in the store. Right? Is that how it works? Right. Yeah. Yes. Because you won't get anything. Uh, He's being naughty. Do you, okay. So oh, there we go. Explain okay. your reaction because, again, everybody at home thinks you're talking about me, and that's not the case. Yeah, Mike is being naughty. No, Rollo's being very naughty. He's nah. some sort of anxious thing going on when we start podcasting. And he just gets bored. Bored, and he's chewing on his feet and his legs and his dewclaw and everything. And yeah. He's very insistent on doing it, and now he's pouting, so I'm fine with that. Which I would, I prefer the pouting over the constant licking of the leg, because otherwise he's going to end up with that cone again, and that's his own stupid fault, because he doesn't doesn't leave it alone. So, fireflyfibers.com, order some things. Anything else there you want to talk about? Oh, we have the, and this little segue into if that's where you want to go next. Well, uh, we have, yeah, go ahead. Oh, we have the, uh, fall 2017 Brooklyn Tweed Collection on display at the store. It's a yeah. lot of garments. It's a huge trunk show with... All what? of our mannequins are ducked pretty much... And some of them are doubled up. Yeah. Yeah, the, the shop is ducked out in Brooklyn Tweed samples. So that will be there through this next Saturday, which is the... Today's the 4th, so that'll be the 10th? Yes, through the 10th. So if you want to come and see them in person, yeah. it's lovely. And it's just nice to see what the yarns end up like in person, too, so... Yeah, if you're local, come on in, check it out. If you are not local, the Brooklyn Tweed's all online. Yep. You can see all of that. And speaking of the Brooklyn Tweed, it was, a, was two days ago, Friday night. Yep. So today's Sunday as we're recording this. Again, we're a little a day late compared to where we normally are. But so Friday night, it was fun. We had a, a big Brooklyn Tweed yarn tasting event yep. going on at the store. So it was a it was a good time. There's a lot, I know there's always a lot of work. I think people would be interested to hear what goes into that because... A lot of time, you just show up, you pay, you, you pay your whatever it was to get in and uh, come in and do the event. And Yeah, I had goodie bags. and Yeah, but it's obviously a lot of preparation that goes into it. So tell us, Elise, behind the scenes, when did you start planning this whole thing? Um, October. October? Actually, it was September. And then October, I started trying. I thought, oh, we can do it in November. And then all of a sudden, it, there wasn't time. So and I've then been, it was January. And, and then all of a sudden, yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's it's several weeks of work because I coordinated with um, the lovely people at Brooklyn Tweed to send us a... So do they reach out to you or do you no. say, hey, I want to do a yarn tasting and... I contacted them and uh, asked them and said, hey, if you have, you know, yarn for testers and samples and stuff like that and um, any other kind of goodies. And they sent us um, some patterns to... Um, 
for giveaways, and so we made up goodie bags with mm-hmm. a sample of each yarn. It's kind of like making kits, the goodie bags. It's really, really time consuming because you have to wind the ball wind the ball of yarn and then you have to wind that ball of yarn into smaller, smaller. balls of yarn. Yeah. But then with this, because it was five different yarns, you have to label each one with what it is because well, you don't have to I know what they are, but no I don't expect, you know, anyone else to know that. Well it saves you a lot of time because otherwise there would be a lot of questions about yeah. what is this, what is this, what is this and Yeah. Well, and then you have to figure out, like, how much of a quantity to give them so it's enough to knit a swatch. I mean, it's not enough to knit, you know, something. Not I mean or something, but... But it's enough to knit a swatch and be able to wash it and see what the fabric feels like and um, how it how it, how it it behaves after it's been after it's been washed because the, their woolen spuns absolutely transform after they've been washed. They're yeah. very different. So, um, yeah, so they... Um, I... The... The, the table at the shop was covered in Brooklyn Tweed bags and or our bags and then Brooklyn Tweed yarn and all sorts of stuff, just trying to get it all sorted out. And it looked like, yeah, it, they sent us a bunch of millen. So we went through and um, which this is a great use for that because oh, you don't perfect. want it to go to you. You don't want it to go to waste. No. So um, we balled up the yarn and um, you have to weigh it, and then you have to wind it by hand, and then you have to make up one for every bag, and then you have to tag everyone. And I had to, we had to print out labels for each of the yarns, mm-hmm. and then I made little cards um, that have the name of the yarn, and then on the back of it, printed um, the details yeah, of, stats of each and- yarn. Yeah, so um, and put goodies in there. We had tape measures and gummy bears, and yeah, it was. And it was weird when that, when the bags were all done because you came down on Thursday night and helped me finish them up. Yeah. And it was weird when they were all done. It just all looked so neat and tidy, and it was hard yeah. to imagine that you know it looked like there was like an explosion. Big on it. mess. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So that was the the goodie bags were a lot of fun to make up. Um, put some information in there about Brooklyn Tweed because it was people were kind of coming and going, so we weren't able to really talk to like everybody all at the same time and. Yeah. Everybody was busy looking at their it's, own thing. And that's it. It's not yeah. It's not a presentation. Right. You don't have a PowerPoint presentation right. where you go through different slides and talk about Brooklyn Tweed. It's, it's just come in, here's your thing, look around, and you can uh, sit down and hang out with people and knit with the yarns and see what they're like and what you like, what you don't like. If you like the Likas, yeah. you can try the Likas. And somebody, well, people were trying those, weren't they? Well, or yeah, because I had there? to, I wanted to, what we've done in the past is we've had everyone, they, they get to like bring their needles and then they get their sam- their their samples of the yarn but nobody's ever really tried it because it's, yeah. y- you don't know what size needle or whatever and it's just nice to just kind of feel just knit a few stitches without casting on and trying to figure it out so i t- balled up more yarn and got needles out and um cast on and knit a few rows for them and then we Thankfully, one of my friends sent up some swatches of all the yarns yeah. for us. So there was that in the prep, which those so are going to be great for just showing what the yarns look like. Yeah, and I will general. say that of all the events and different things we've done, this is probably about the first time, very rare, that you actually get help or ask for help from people. Aside from me, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm there for stuff like this all the time, but to get outside help, whether it was winding or knitting swatches. Yeah. So it's about time that you do that because for people listening that don't know, Firefly Fibers is Elisa. I'm I'm there on occasion if there's classes or events going on. I help yeah. out, obviously, and do things there as much as I can. But otherwise, it's 
Elisa, and for you to actually reach out and get help from somebody and ask for help is a milestone. It's a, it was a huge accomplishment, which needs to happen more often, but you try to find another, I would wager another yarn shop or virtually any retail type business where it's one person there all day, every day. That, that doesn't generally happen. I'm sick. I go to work. I'm tired. I go to work. Yeah. And I enjoy it. I love it. Yeah, well, of course. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, but, I have been better. I've been, I've been asking for help. So yeah, it's well, and owning a small business, especially one like this, it's a really hard line to, to walk because you can't. I mean, there are there. Are, I mean, obviously, a lot of stores do, but to have a on-site full-time employee all day every day, right. one, there's not generally a need for it. But then, two, you, it's hard to pay somebody to be there all the time because if there's not enough to do, and you know, there goes what profit you're making in a small business. Well, and I don't know like what shop traffic is going to be yeah. like. So it's nice because I, I I always ask my vendors. I say, you know, when you know, can you, do you send tracking notification? And most of them do. So I know exactly when packages are coming. I know what time UPS comes yeah. during the so day. So that you can plan for. So it's been great because yeah, just getting the stuff out of the boxes sometimes is a challenge. Trust me, so, I know you've got your big cardboard box forts around the counter. Oh, they uh, yeah, it's get, it, it's better though. Definitely so, better. Yeah, so I had we had two we had two knitters come and help us on Friday night, and they got yeah. there before and helped me unpack a bunch of boxes. Unpack boxes and set up set food. Set up food, and so when you Which, got there, nobody. Okay, so anybody that's listening that has ever been to one of these events, or if you plan on going to an event in the future, whether here or somewhere else, if people put out food, don't be shy. Go eat the food because we had stuff out there that people just did not. There were there were some people that took advantage of it, and I'm glad they did, but. I thought people would, you know, you just grab a little plate and walk around and... And it was good food. It was good food. Well, it was I Costco got, food. I got Texas caviar and... Yeah, so there, I didn't there was... like the caviar. Oh, I didn't have any. It was too sweet for me. Like, oh, the stuff it? that you've made in the past and, and other people, I thought it was... It, I like it a little spicier. This one, okay. I think it even said on it, it was had like a sweet flavor, which was unusual to me. Oh, I'll have to... There's, it wasn't there's still, bad. There's still some left in the fridge at the store. I'll bring it home and... Yeah. I'll eat it. But okay. <laughs> it's just yeah. not what I was expecting. Well, and there was that too. So this last Monday, I had an eye appointment in Madison. So yeah. I ended up going to Costco and getting what I could get, and then had and figured out what else we needed. Um, and had you stop on? Was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. You got the rest of the, yeah. the veggies and the other stuff that needed to go in the fridge. So, um, yeah, and I got. Wine because apparently Wollersheim wine at Costco is really reasonable. Sure, I don't know how much it is at the normal liquor establishment, I I, but more than eight fifty, I think it was. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. it was really reasonable. So, um, but yeah, the yeah we all oh, the macaroons. Oh my the gosh! If anybody's really looking for like gluten free, dairy free, um, I think I don't know what else is in there. But I know they're gluten-free and dairy-free um, macarons. Oh, gosh, those are so good. Yeah, those are really and good. And I didn't feel like they, were, they weren't overly sweet. No. So they're macarons, and they have dark chocolate on them. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. So, yeah. Eat the food. Everybody took water. Did they? Us. It, yeah. And I got those bottles because they were a little bit, little bit bigger than some of the other ones. And every, it had the sport top on it. Mm-hmm. And it was fun because nobody would take the cap off the top of the bottle. They were all trying to use the, the sport thing that didn't <laughs> seem to work very well. There were some people that were filling glasses with it and just kind of like 
squirting it in the glasses. I'm like, just take the top take off the and ta- pour it in a glass off. if you want to do that because we had little glasses there. Yeah. But it was fun to watch people <laughs> doing that. I didn't do much. I didn't, I didn't get to do much people watching because I was running around the whole time. What else did we have to do for prep? Oh, the tr- we had to put well, the trunk to, show out. The trunk show had to go out, but I mean, you had to make sure there was, in general, I guess for the most part, sufficient stock for people that were going to buy things. Yeah, which it was not because apparently everybody wants shelter in Long John's. Long, that's the kind of reddish burgundy color. It is the most gorgeous red. But yeah, I saw a lot of it, and literally earlier in the week, I had four bags of it. I had forty skeins of it, and. When it came to Friday night, I think we were down to six. So, yeah, we sold a lot of Long John's last week and then at the tasting. It's a red that I might even consider wearing, and I don't don't ever wear red. So, yeah, it's a really pretty red. So are you going to do it just because everybody else is or because you actually like the color? Okay, It's a really, really pretty red. So, yeah, it was, yeah, and especially this time of year, I mean, it's it's super busy on top of everything else. I mean, it's the busiest time of the year, so we're trying to plan this along with that, but it worked out really well because we were having the, we were tr- scheduled in for the trunk show anyway, yeah. which this trunk show, again, through Saturday the 10th, um, it it makes a stop at the, 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 the Brooklyn Tweed destination stores through, mm. and when it, and it ends, in I think August, I can't remember what the last date is. Whatever the last date is, is it's done and the samples go back to the designers. It's yeah. not going to be coming around again. So this is a great opportunity to come and see the the designs in person. Galloway is a really pretty colorwork sweater that's steaked, that's done in shelter. I know um, one of the knitters that was there um, got yarn for that, and that's going to be. I'm really excited to see that knit up. Yeah, and trunk shows are kind of cool. The way that they work, because most of the time, they're ones like when they're taking pictures for patterns and things like that, or books, those are the actual samples that were used in those pictures most of the mm-hmm. time, right? So it's kind of neat if you've seen things in a pattern or a book or whatever, that you can actually see that that exact item a lot of mm-hmm. times in person. It's very cool. And it's neat, too, because with, with the shops, it's like when you get the trunk show... It's not coming from Brooklyn Tweed. You're not sending it back to Brooklyn right. Tweed. It just goes from shop to shop. So it's there's some good cooperation there. Well, most of the time there's good cooperation yes. as long as uh, people are respectful and get it out on time. And yeah, some of them, like some of the other, some of my other vendors, they'll go back to them and they they inspect everything and then they send it out. And you know that's I I appreciate that approach too because then you know sure. that whatever you're getting is in tip top shape and it's been checked over and if something's wrong with it then it's not like you have to like because with the cooperation with the other shops if you get something and there's a snag or there's something wrong with it, you have to let them you want to let the vendor know so you're not held responsible right. for whatever happened to it so yeah and that's the thing too when these trunk shows come in they're on loan to us I mean we have big big fees that we have to pay if something happens to them so yeah, yeah well, we just some of those garments are several hundred dollars right i mean like yes. a 400 sweater or something yeah. <laughs> yeah so um so yeah that's what we're we're very careful with how we handle them and yeah um but yeah i mean it's just it, it's a wonderful opportunity though for everyone to come and see them in person and um there's a one of the one of the knitters got yarn to knit i can't remember what it's charlie the Charlie cardigan, and it's like it's knit out of arbor, and it's just cables top to bottom with this big with this nice shawl collar. Oh, mm. it's going to be gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, 
So I was tired at the end of the day. I always enjoy those things. And this time was really nice having help, additional help there because mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about knitting. I'm not sure if that's a surprise to people or not. But. Well, but the questions that they were getting weren't necessarily, I mean, they're pulling up and they, they the girls did a wonderful job. They, they were pulling up the patterns on their phones and taking and like looking at, um, you know, what they needed for yardage. Really all they had to do was help them pick out colors in most cases. So, um, because everybody needs another opinion for a color. Yeah. But then, yeah, doing a little bit of math to figure out yardage and everything. It wasn't even like necessarily like much with knitting, but, um, yeah, they, uh, they're, well, there's a little bit. Yeah. Oh, of course there, there always is, but it's nice because I was able to help out like at the, you know, checking people out and yeah. I, and I was able to handle the special orders because of yep. course not everything we, we're a small shop. We don't have room for mass quantities of overstock and there were several because I mean, Brooklyn Tweed is, you know, they're, they're not a huge, huge company either. I mean, they have yeah. mill and everything is all the yarn is it's from um, U.S. sheep. It is um, all processed and dyed and spun in the U.S. So it sometimes thing some of the colors they run out of stock. Sure. So we had a few things that were back ordered, and you know things that, of course, you know I w- wasn't going to have you know a hundred skeins of long johns on hand. I you know I don't have the. No, that's not a good way to run business. No. So, because then you buy a hundred well, skeins of something that sits there I for need six to. months. <laughs> apparently, well, of, I should. Of that color, but of that color. In general, when you're so, running a business, yeah. no, you don't want stuff sitting on the shelves because it sits there for six months and takes so, up space and doesn't make any money, and that's no good. But yeah, so that was um, the the uh, yeah it was it was nice because I was able to work with the people that had special orders and you know I could set all that up for them and, and nobody was everybody had somebody to kind of talk to so yeah. Yeah, it was a good group. Yeah, it was. It's it's all we always have a good group. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this was a bigger group than we normally have. Yeah, there was what fifteen or sixteen, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, plus us and you know twenty people in the shop is a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's not a huge store, and so it's uh, it got a little crowded. But I think it was crowded in a good way. It was all good, positive energy and yeah. good vibes, and it was a lot of fun. We had a husband and wife couple there. Sure, and he knits. Of course. So yeah, they. Uh, they drove all the way from uh, south of Madison to yeah. come, and they used to live in the area, and it was nice to see them. And, yeah, we had a um, group that came from the Madison area. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody was – everybody seemed to have a lot of fun. We had some ladies that took half the day off to come and do the tasting, and it sounded like a lot of people out went of out for yeah, – yeah, people went out for supper before and – then came to the tasting and picked out their stuff, and so yeah, yeah it that was makes a lot it of fun. feel good too because people are looking forward to it to that degree oh, and the pressure. Yeah, <laughs> there's no pressure. It's just fun. You just get things set up and then you have fun. You know, I I almost feel like you know, on a smaller scale, it it feels like when we were planning for a wedding, like it's trying like, to get everything done, and then all of a sudden, right before it, okay, you know what? There are these little teeny tiny things that I wanted to do. You know what? Nobody's going to notice. It's still going to be great. Yeah, it's like throwing a party. It's yep. like you have people over to your house. You want everything to be perfect, and you go overboard with cleaning and food preparation and everything else. And then the time comes, and everybody's going to have fun anyway, as long as yep. you know it's not a complete disaster or whatever. It's yep. everybody's going to have a good time, and we did. We always do. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then I was back there again yesterday morning at. Nine, 
Oh, Saturday morning. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. there. Actually, I, no, I was there at eight because I had to get some stuff done because we started um, the the Lopi sweater along lab yeah. yesterday, doing it nine to ten before the shop opens, and yeah, so it was fun. It's been a good week. Good weekend, yeah. Yeah. So now I feel like the sense of relief now that that's done. So that was like now now I can knit my sweater. Now I move on to the next thing. Can, yeah. So what else? Do you have anything else besides the sweater that's going on right now? Um, sock. But nothing, nothing really. I want to cast on my, I want to cast on my Fidra hat. Your what? My Fidra hat. Fidra hat. I don't think I've heard of that That's one from, yet. That's uh, from last month's uh, hat of the month. Oh. But I have the pom-pom for, I have the yarn and the pom-pom that reminds me of Rollo. The Rollo pom-pom, yeah. The Rollo pom-pom. So I might, if I uh, um, start having, if I start feeling like I need a break from the sweater, I might, um, I might work on that a little bit this weekend. Sure. That'd be fun to get that done. Have you started it yet? No, I have two of them to knit. There's one that's for me and one that's for the shop. So I have some leftover uh, Corey in. uh, So Fidra is a, it's a bulky weight hat that's knit in um, Brooklyn Tweed Quarry. And I have some of the hematite that like that burgundy kind of purplish left from my, um, my coconut sweater that I knit for the shop. So I'm going to do one in that and I have a of a wine colored pom-pom to put on that one cool i think that'll be pretty for a shop sample sure. and then of course i'm doing do a cream with a with a rollo pom-pom on the top of it for myself sure. so yeah so i think i might i might try and do that a little bit but now i yeah i have i have a lot of stuff that i want to knit well i mean yeah that's how it goes right you can't just yeah. have one thing at a time i don't think anybody does that do they no, no. that's not how you knit i hope things. not that would be boring although my mm. sister did that didn't she when she had like I don't think she hasn't done anything in a long time, but she, I think like, she has a baby blanket she's working on. Her baby's not going to be a baby for much longer. <laughs> Shh, she might be listening. That's fine. How the grief we get from you. Yeah. So yeah, it's been the the knitting is. I'm, it feels good to be knitting something for myself. So we'll see how far I get. I don't have well, much. Well, it's not like I you've got to. big plans, so you better oh, uh, do. come through on that. I do. So I don't know if you're going to talk about this or not. We didn't we didn't plan this part out. Did you want to talk about what's in the fridge right now or anything uh, oh, yeah. cooking related? Yeah. This is the uh, the the cooking music for those that are that are new to the show. Yeah. Um. We have uh. Well, there's I have two things I'm going to make. Well, stuff that there, there's there's some soup that's going to get made either today or tomorrow. Okay. Um. The and I this is a really really delicious soup. I'll have to take a look and see where the what have the, we had it before? Oh yeah, okay, yeah. It's the it's it, it's similar to the um, the Zuppa Toscana from mm. Olive Garden. Okay, so it's Italian. It's yeah. Italian sausage. Um, That's what that was. I wonder what you're going to do with that. Yep, Italian sausage. I use sweet potatoes in it instead of um, re- instead of white potatoes, yeah. um, and then kale. And I put a ton of kale in it. Like the whole bag of kale you got, that's going to go in there. Kale is um, delicious. So I'm probably going to do that in the in the eight quart instant pot because I like making a big vat of it because it sure. it's super easy. It, it's freezable. I take it to work with me and then you just sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it. Yeah. But yeah, I changed the recipe and use sweet potatoes in it instead of white potatoes. Um, it doesn't have cream in it, so it's not it's not quite like the Zuppa Toscana. But I don't even miss the cream with it. No. Put a little bit of Parmesan on there, and it's it's good stuff. So um, I'll see if I can find – see where the recipe comes from with that. Um, 
the other thing that is in the fridge right now are chicken thighs for um, Michelle Tam, my best friend. Yeah. Does she know that you're best friends? I don't know. I I told her that I'm a stalker, and oh. she said that that's fine. She's okay with that. She's she's okay with that. All right, it's it, you got a record of it. It's we should. Where does she live? Fine. She's in. She's in. I think San Francisco. We should just go show up and knock on the door and say, "You said it was okay." Yeah, yeah. You said go it's peek okay in the windows. She has a new recipe for um, umami roast chicken. Um, it's on her website. It's a brand new recipe. Um, it uses, so you, you marinate the chicken thighs in coconut yogurt. I don't have coconut yogurt and she gives you coconut instructions. Yogurt? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of coconut yogurt. Yeah. How do you make coconut? Just put from coconut, coconut milk. Yeah. Really? It'll mm-hmm. do the same thing as dairy? No, not quite. But you, I mean, it's, they, they still can add like the, the beneficial nutrients and stuff. So people that can't oh. have dairy. Sure. Or paleo can have. Interesting. Yeah. So, um, or vegans. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can use coconut yogurt or half a cup of full fat coconut milk and two tablespoons of lemon juice is the same. will give you the same effect. Okay. Um, so you mix that with, um, magic mushroom powder. Of course. Um, fish sauce. Yep. And garlic. Sure. Six, six cloves of garlic for three pounds of She's chicken. She's like Taco Bell. She has like seven ingredients that she just combines in different configurations to make all of every recipe in every book. It's like. But it doesn't make you sick. Well, neither is Taco Bell, but it doesn't make me sick. But yeah, so, she, it's like those, at least those three things are in pretty much every single thing she does. Well, chicken thighs, fish sauce. Garlic and magic I'm mushroom saying, powder ma- is a lot mushroom of Mushroom powder, the fish sauce, and, and garlic. I mean, those mm-hmm. you can put those in pretty much anything, yep. and it's instantly delicious. Well, and how many chicken thigh recipes does she have? Eight. And they're all good. I, they're all delicious. Sure. Like, I think I had three pop up this week. Well, there was this one, and I had two others that popped up this week. And I'm like, no, I can't make all Nom Nom Paleo chicken every day this week. Why not? Um so yeah, this one the the I think the Vietnamese lemongrass chicken is one that came that came up for this week too. That one's really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then you you marinate the chicken in I put it in a Ziploc bag, um, and it says uh, marinate in the fridge for thirty minutes um, and up to a day, and then when you're ready to cook it, you just heat the oven up and um, put it in the middle and shake off some of the marinade and then. Bake it skin side down and then flip it halfway through. In 45 minutes, it should be all done and crispy and delicious. What, what temperature do you do you bake it at, Elisa? Um, 400. No. It's oh, no. 425 for conventional. There you go. <laughs> everything, 400 for convection. Everything is 425. No, it's not. It's the only temperature you need on your oven is 425 degrees. No. So we're going to have that. And then we're also going to have, this is also a Nom Nom Paleo recipe, the easiest roasted portobello mushrooms. The easiest? The easy, easiest. You just, mm-hmm. I could probably do that. You just put them in the oven. Um, done. It's a f- portobello mushroom caps, coconut oil, sea salt, some pepper, sunny Paris seasoning, um, or your sunny favorite. What? Sunny Paris. Paris? That's the one. That's one of the, um, it's one of my favorite spices from Penzi's. It has shallots okay. and some chervil uh, and some. Chervil? Chervil, I believe is What are like, all these weird words you're saying? I believe chervil is like an Italian parsley, celery just, kind of thing. Yeah, it's really it. Huh. It's in there. 
It's, where do you get it? Like, if you just wanted chervil, because Italian parsley is easy enough to get, where would you even buy that? I don't know. You'd have to grow it yourself. You could. You need an arrow garden. Oh, you could grow in, it in, our, in an arrow garden. Can you? Can you buy chervil pods? I don't think you can buy chervil pods, but you could uh, buy, like, empty pot. You could buy blank pot, pod blanks. Put your own seeds in there. And then order from a seed place and put your own seeds in there. Oh, that's getting complicated. That's what I was going to do for gonna Order chervil? Well, maybe I will now. What's it taste like? I don't know. It well, tastes like Italian parsley and celery? I think it's more pungent. Eh. That's a, that's a pungent. That's a terrible word. I know it's not like bad necessarily, but pun, it's just a, I don't know. It's like, sometimes called, oh, sorry, it's French parsley. Sometimes called French parsley or garden chervil to distinguish it from plants. Some of plants also called chervil. Well, that's just confusing. Sounds like a rodent. Is a chervil. delicate annual Your herb weevil. related to parsley. It is commonly used to season mild flavored dishes and is the, constituent of the french herb mixture finis herbs i have some of that too of course you um, do yeah it is native to the what is that word wisconsin no oh i can't read it, but i think it says looks like caucus like the caucus mountains where caucasians yeah. come from but was spread by the Romans through most of Europe, where it is now naturalized, with an S, not a Z. Plants hmm. grow 40 to 70 centimeters, 16 to 28 inches, with trypanate leaves that may be curly. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it looks like, it looks like parsley. That looks exactly like looks parsley. Like, yep. Like, exactly like, like, like parsley. Like, fl- like flat leaf or Italian <laughs> parsley. Yeah. Um, more delicate than parsley. It has a faint taste of licorice or anise seeds. So Blah. that's where it's a little bit different. I'm going to put extra on Blah. yours. Gross. No, no wonder it sounds like a rodent. It probably tastes like a rodent. Chervil rodent. Oh, chervil is Greens. one of the four traditional um, finis herbs, along with tarragon, chives, and parsley, which are essential to French cooking. I like all of those things, as long as they don't taste like black licorice. That's the worst. I don't think it tastes like black licorice. I think it has a slight undertone to it, which just kind of brightens things. No, it's very good on vegetables. That does not. That flavor does not brighten anything. It makes everything worse, significantly worse. (sighs) It's horrid. Well, no, no portobello mushroom caps for you then. (sighs) So probably for the best. Um. Yeah, so there's that's in the fridge, and what else? I don't. I might just have a salad or something with it. I also want. I got in the you, arrow you, garden. I had you get a some cauliflower. I had a cauliflower because I yep. wanted to make a cauliflower buffalo thing. Sure, because those are so good. They're pretty good. So yeah, that's what I got going on in the kitchen. I'll see if I can find the link for uh, the um, the link for the. Uh, um, I can't think right now. The, the recipe, um, the yeah, the the, well, the re- see if I can find the recipe link for the the soup. And all I did, I it's exactly the same as what the recipe is. I just use sweet potatoes instead. I can't remember if it's holistic squid or um, I can't remember whose recipe it is for that soup, but it's really good. And the the chicken one's available too, right? Or is yep. it? So find both of those. Go to elisetheyearnista dot com slash podcast. I think. And I'll put that in the show notes along with uh, the Canadian Canoes. Oh. Uh-oh. The sausage, sweet potato, and kale soup. Well, 
Oh, maybe it is sweet potato that's supposed to be in there. Maybe I don't change it. It's actually a Real Plans recipe, so we will um, we'll put a link out for that. So, Real Plans, yay. Yay, Real Plans. All right, so welcome everyone to your number one and very likely only source of Canadian canoes in the entire world and in the entire universe. This week I've got a couple of... I think fun, good, well, I guess the first one's not necessarily fun or good, but weird. Knitted Goods Kingpin Arrested in Vetter Hall. This is a pretty serious one. Officials from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission raided Floor 1D in Smith Hall on January 24th in what is quickly becoming known as the Bust in the Burg. Megan Kerrigan, 21, was arrested and charged with tax evasion and coercion in relation to an underground knitted good ring that she purportedly headed. That's serious. <laughs> For her knitted goods. This 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 doesn't sound like it can even be real. Like it sounds well, like it's a That's what I thought. I kept I kept reading like through waiting for like a punchline or something hmm. or maybe this is the onion, but no, this comes from the the bucknellian.net. Oh wait. Just look. Wait a second. Satire editor. Is this is this real? Now I'm questioning whether this is real. <laughs> because not you're no, adorable. Nowhere in here does it say it's fake, and I've been reading this whole time, and now I just noticed in the the URL it says satire, and then John Meyer may, is the satire editor filed under satire. So I'm going to guess this is not real. <laughs> So this is my life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maybe this didn't actually happen. I thought it was too good to be true, and apparently it is. So ne- never mind. <laughs> the story is she was making and, and had people making and selling things, but it was a, a knitting business. Oh, but sweetheart, she wasn't paying taxes on it, so apparently it didn't actually happen. Which You're adorable. Kind of uh, blows a hole in my whole. <laughs> Fun story, knitting news. Oh, I don't know. This is this is good. This is very good knitting news news for everyone else. Maybe it turned out better this way. I don't know. So I'm sorry, everyone. That that story didn't work out well. How about this one? This one's not about knitting at all, but just came up because I found knitting. So where to find work appropriate stretchy knit skirts and magnetic eyelashes? So this is just another dumb question about is it okay to wear a stretchy knit skirt to work? And I don't care about that. What I thought was really interesting the magnetic eyelashes is magnetic eyelashes. I want some of those. Is a big thing. Uh, I didn't know these existed. They're not super expensive. I thought it was like on your actual eyelid where you you like magnetize it to your eyelid, but no, apparently it just magnetizes to your own existing eyelashes. So instead of using glue to glue them on, you use it has magnets to actually just clip onto your own eyelids. And there, I did some additional research on this one. Apparently, they some work better than others. But I guess it's actually just like with everything, a thing, and they're they're not expensive. They're like fifteen bucks for a pair or something like that, which they're reusable, so it doesn't seem like that is overly expensive to me. I guess, but I would just fascinated that this is actually a thing, huh? And they're they're all over the place, apparently. Huh? I did not know that was a thing. I and I was surprised because I thought this is something you would have. 
because I have short little eyelashes. No, because you do makeup things and you know about, well, uh, you know more about makeup than I do, obviously. So Yes, I put it on my face. <laughs> right. And I, I don't. I, I did at one point. I'm a beauty school dropout twice. Right. So. Wait, there you go. So I thought you might be all up on this new huh. fashion trend. No, I learned about that. Yeah. This is this is definitely this, how I did not know about this, but I knew about Kevin the Carrot, and you were very disappointed that I already yeah. knew about Kevin the Carrot because you're going to surprise me. So, huh? So apparently, I need to go get some magnetic eyelashes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, some of the reviews I saw, it's hard to fit the curvature of your eye, and when they snap together, it doesn't always go exactly right. But apparently, once you get used to it, it's it's fairly easy to do. And you, I mean, like. Even Walmart apparently carries them because I just did a search for magnetic eyelashes. And there, I mean, literally pretty much anywhere you can buy makeup or makeup accessories has these things now. And I have to go to that place at some point in the next week or so. Uh, yeah, I guess, but I'd be careful uh, to buy anything I'm going to put in or near my eye from Walmart. But Well, that, I mean, I don't think they're like Walmart <laughs> brand. They're probably well, like Revlon or yeah. something like that. Probably. So. Well, and it says on there what they... So what is this one? Ardell's magnetic collection consists of five packs, two top and bottom pairs in each from full lashes to smaller accents, all in black human hair. And that's 102 pounds. Well, Those are at Hong Kong dollars. Oh, Hong Kong dollars. This oh, and probably, that's at Sally Beauty. Yeah. We have a Sally Beauty. In Beaver Dam? Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah. It's it's out by, uh, out by Walmart. Well, there you go. So you've got tons of options now. Yeah. I'm sure they I, have them there. I, I they they probably have them have them at Walgreens too. Walgreens, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. huh? Like it's anywhere that carries makeup and makeup accessories, I would imagine has it. Very interesting. So maybe if maybe you, I'll have to check that out. Maybe that's a no. If anybody listening has actually tried out these magnetic eyelashes, let us know how they work, or I guess let Elisa know how they work. Send us an email podcast at elisa.theernisa dot com. Give us uh, any tips or tricks you might have. I I probably won't use them. But if you want because to you try them, because you don't need to. No, I'm. I've I've got eyelashes because <sighs> yeah. I have lots of hair everywhere. So my, <laughs> my eyelashes are rubbing on my glasses. They do sometimes. <sighs> yeah, poor thing. Well, it is very difficult in my life. Anything? Huh. I think that that I mean, my first story got shot out of the water, and this one is more about eyelashes than than knitting. So I don't have anything else to talk about as far as knitting goes. Is there uh, anything else you want to talk about, or are we at a spot now where I we think... can wrap up? And uh, I don't know what we're doing. I, I will do post production. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I mean the 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 Lopi knit along is for anybody. So if you're not local, you can still join. Just leave me a note when you check out that you are ordering yarn to join the Lopi Along. There's um, there's a page on the under Knit Alongs on the website where there's a, some links to the Barocco information. Barocco is the U.S. distributor for Lopi. Um, they have some really good blog posts on there. They have some really nice inspirational links. Um, and then I ha- also have a under um, on Ravelry um, under my account, Elisa the Yarnista. I have uh, so I have a collection favorited with Lopi sweater ideas. There you go. Um, and um, there will also be there's something from Lopi. It's not done in the Let Lopi. It's done in a different Lopi in the next in the issue, the upcoming issue of Len, um, Len issue four. 
Which um, looks like Lane, but don't let that fool you. It it's spelled Lynn. wrong. It's spelled wrong, yeah. No. Exactly. Again, um, one of those words, it's not in English. It's hard to say. It doesn't You don't pronounce it the way it's spelled. And we are doing pre-orders on that. Of course. Um, so you can order it the, on the website or at the shop. Um, and we are, technically, they're not in stock. So they would not count as rewards for nope. regular price in-stock merchandise. Because it needs but, to be ordered. Because I love the magazine so much and I love all of you so much. We are doing, we're, I'm going in and I'm manually adding points for you on those. Sure. So, yeah. So you get the magazine's twenty nine ninety five, and you will get 30 points for it. So you get point zero five free points. Yeah, you get five oh, cents of free points. Point zero zero five. How's the math work out on that? Yeah, point zero zero five because it's the Maybe five pennies. Point zero five because you get one for a dollar. So you come out ahead because Elisa's rounding up. I'm round. It, yeah, it rounds up or down. I would round it down to twenty nine because that's how I do business. I believe it stops at the fifty cent mark. I believe that's where it decides if that's it not how I would do down. it. Well, I would I would go in there and I would take that point away. It would round up to thirty. I would say no. That's not thirty. You didn't spend thirty dollars. You spent twenty nine ninety five. Give me that point back. That's what I would do. Can uh, maybe talk to the developers about that because maybe I just go change it myself. I don't know how you. Would. I work in IS. I, I know how to do that. Please don't start messing with I the know, website. I know computers. Please stay away from the website. My computer is you... <laughs> currently not oh. functioning the way I want it to. And I, I, I so, know computers. So I got to work on Friday. Oh no. Saturday? Oh, no. No, it was earlier this week. Did you notice the point of sale was a little bit different when you were there on Friday night? I did not. Oh, okay. Because it changed. It updated earlier in the week. And I'm like, oh, no, Mike is hardly ever here. And it was so confusing the last time they updated stuff. And now it looks completely different. I thought it was exactly the same. No, it's it's a little different than the last time huh. we were there. Yeah, it updated, I think it was like Tuesday or something. Hmm. And I forgot I you were going to be there on Friday. So. It worked flawlessly yeah, not did. even not an issue all yep. night long yep so yeah it's a yeah that updated too so yeah so pre-order pre-order len i have a bunch on order but i don't anticipate i mean i like a bunch but they're going we're about half are gone for pre-orders right now more than half so i have a few more coming um but i don't anticipate that they will last a very long time and then we just got more issue threes in and more my knitting notes so we have everything that's available from len right now fancy issues one and two will be printed again later in the year so we'll get those when they're available there you go again you can find all that stuff fireflyfibers.com i think you mentioned your ravelry earlier if you want to find elisa on ravelry make sure just go to uh, elisa the and up in the upper right hand area you can find links to ravelry and to instagram and to facebook and to twitter and all the various social medias you can find all the stuff that Lisa's doing. You can find pictures of an arrow garden, mm-hmm. for example. Exciting things like that you can find on Instagram. Uh, if you want to find out what's happening between now and next week again, you can go join us on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. Join all the super cool party people for our super cool party people dance party that's going to be happening immediately after we hit the stop button on the recording. We will keep going live, streaming on YouTube. We've got the chat with all the fun people there. You can hang out uh, with all those cool people. Do some cool things. Dance. I mean, if you want to, because I'm going to play the super cool party people dance music. If you want to get up and you want to dance, you are welcome to do that. I won't. I'm not good at the dancing. No, well, and you got to sit in front of the microphone, so you can't get up and dance. I mean, when we're done... Is this Footloose? You're telling me I can't dance. I, that's It's reverse psychology, Elisa. 
I'm gonna get you up and dancing. Um, I think that's pretty much all I want to say. And I'm gonna stop recording and then start the post-production on this episode. Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. No. Nope. All right. I think I'm good. We're gonna wrap it up. Take it easy, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. We will see you in seven days. Cheers. Is this alpaca? It's so soft. My dead white wife loved alpaca.